Dirty Moderates, not every leak is the fucking Pentagon Papers. What do I mean by that? Not every leak exposes a massive government conspiracy like it did during Vietnam. More often than not, leaking classified documents is a dangerous anti-establishment attempt to look heroic or like a whistleblower or you fought the man. And more often than not, there is not any heroism to be found. You are not David beating Goliath. You are a felon. The recent leak by a 21-year-old National Guards guardsman in the Massachusetts National Guard named Jack Tershera is through, through by the way, uh, a popular gaming site called Discord, appears to have compromised fresh and highly sensitive intelligence. It is a breach, destructive, as they all are, and it reveals the way that the United States government is trying to keep things secret by being open with each other internally. It's it, it's showing that there is a crisis, there is a problem. It's not foreign espionage, it's from within. Okay? This is not a, a, a whistleblower on principle. And for all those people that... Um, valorize people like Edward Snowden and Julia, Julian Assange. You know, Snowden's a traitor. That was the biggest leak until this time. This is the biggest leak since Snowden. This isn't a cover-up or anything. This comes from the idea that this guy is on a website trying to impress his buddies, as we've learned, radicalized with right-wing propaganda, anti-Semitic slurs, racism, crazy gun, uh, gun fetishes. This, this all is from a wellspring of thought that has become so poisonous. It used to be on the left and now it's on the right. The idea that all of these secrets must be made public, okay, because people should be informed about the way the government is screwing them or the way we're lying to you. Well, this is not, as I said, the fucking Pentagon Papers, okay? This leaker, Tershera, said, he was angry at government overreach. Okay. He showed his friends. Okay. He actually uh, was trying to be, as the Washington Post said, some kind of modern day gamer meets Jason Bourne. Right. That, that was what we're, at, we're dealing with here. Well, guess what? Secrets are essential to government, even a free one. And exposing them puts not just this country and those of us at risk, but people on the battlefield who were supporting at risk, people could and probably will die. How on earth, the question goes, does someone so junior and so seemingly insignificant have access to this? And how were they sitting on, this is what we've learned, on a gaming server for a month before the U.S., uh, before officials realized it? Okay, there is a classification system that's very complicated and it's too arcane and we're not going to go into it and you'd be bored out of your mind if we did. But basically, it's the system is overwhelmed and it's convoluted and it's hurting us. And about three years ago, there's something called the Public Interest Declassification Board. They warned that all this digital information was going to strain the system, the explosion of things online, the viral world, that we have to find a way to do better, right? And Let's simplify it. Let's simplify the classification process. Two tiers, secret and top secret, 
right now there's a sort of lower level confidential and then there's all these other lower level people that have access. That's got to stop. Okay? If anything good to, comes out of this Discord leak, and there's very little that's good, but it should be, hey, we need to overhaul this. If you remember the Mar-a-Lago documents, I talked about this at the time, Trump taking the documents and, and taking top secret material. You know, he's a president, I understand, a former president, but getting access to that material is, is too easy. You know, you, it's not that difficult to get security clearances. It's estimated that there's like a million or more people that have some version of a security clearance because, again, it's not just se top secret and secret. It's top secret, lower level secret, this secret, that secret. It's convoluted nonsense. And the worst thing about it is, is what it reveals, right? Because, I mean, it's an existential crisis right now for the country of Ukraine to maintain its independence, okay? If you don't understand this, you're not paying attention. First off, the leak shows some things, but we need to talk about these things anyway. So I'm not giving this this trader any credit. Um, he's going to be facing charges, Jack Tercero, under the Espionage Act. Okay? Um, I, I'm just saying that we are learning a few things, and there's some things we do have to talk about as we continue to support the Ukrainian quest for independence. Number one, Ukraine is facing a severe shortage of air defense weapons right now. Okay, that that could that could defeat it. Um, how do we know this? Well, last week uh, the Defense Department said it's going to give an additional 2.6 billion in air defense systems and weapons. Okay. New rocket systems, uh, anti-drone laser systems, new surveillance radars, anti-aircraft ammunition, lots of military stuff for the geeks to chew on. The bottom line being is that there is such a shortage for their air defense. It's scary. Ukraine depends right now on old Soviet Union aircraft. They're called SA-10s, air defense, SA-10s, SA-11s. That's what it uses for like 90% of its air defense above 20,000 feet, not to get too technical, Okay. Um, at the rate they're using it, these SA-11s, okay, would be depleted by last month and the rest of them, the SA-10s by May 2nd, they're not going to be able to keep up with Russians. Okay. Now, if you, if Ukraine didn't get this new batch of aid from America and needs more aid from America and other allies, Russia will finally have what they have lacked, which is the air superiority to attack the Ukrainian ground targets. And Ukraine may not have the ground forces to do a counteroffensive to protect its cities. Okay. Secondly, the West, the arsenal democracy, we're not keeping up. Ukraine should have a great advantage because, right, Russia has crippling sanctions, but there is a problem because the Ukraine, what Ukraine is spending on missiles and what we're supplying them is not matched up. Like Ukraines are using a lot of their ammunition. That's why they're firing it away, they're using it. Um, what do the leaks also show that now we know that we were, there have been desperate attempts for both South Korea and Israel, two of our key allies to sell lethal weapons to Ukraine to help out. Okay. In World War II, right. And this is the biggest land war since World War II. Putin also in 2014 was the first leader of a nation to annex a territory and call it his own. That was Crimea. Here we are years later. In World War II, we converted our whole manufacturing sector, 
you don't know this, you should, to make all of our, our, our munitions. We made planes, we made aircraft carriers, we made tanks. That's how we overwhelmed German, Germany, Japan. We have not done the same now. Why, have, why don't we have another war production board like FDR had? I mean, I'm just asking. Why has Biden not done that? He's been amazing in leading the world and the West against Putin's imperialist crap. An attempt to, to uh, take over a sovereign, sovereign country, but we need an effort to help the economy in World War II. Okay. Biden's also been a little more risk averse than necessary, despite his leadership of mobilizing, you know, all of the countries on behalf of democracy. The leaks showed that Britain and France have sent crude electronic warfare planes over the sea. That's the very key area, crude as in C-R-E-W-E-D, meaning they've actually sent people in planes over the Black Sea. Do you know, we've only sent drones. Why? Well, we don't want to go into direct war with Russia or direct confrontation. Like, I don't know if you remember in September, the Russians nearly shot down a British um, British aircraft, RC-137 aircraft. We don't want that. And there's sensible caution here. But our Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and the president being maybe too cautious. I mean, international law allows us to fly anybody to fly surveillance planes 12 miles off the coast. Okay. And uh, the Pentagon said flying closer is not worth the risk. But you know what? We're learning that other countries are doing it. Why aren't we? This should be explained. And finally, the leak shows what a lot of journalists have been saying and take out the propaganda, take out Marjorie Taylor Greene, the traitor, and these people that don't deserve security clearances and people who probably motivated types like Tershera to betray his government. That being that there, there are many people on the ground here and there saying that we are at a deadly impasse, we being Ukraine. Both sides are heavily depleted. Both sides are, are facing casualties. Okay, these leaks provide a real snapshot that we are, they called it, it's in the leak, this whole war, where we're at, this goes back to um, a February 23, February 23 analysis, 23rd of February, this was in the, that's this is what's in the leak, okay? It's quote unquote, a grinding campaign of attrition that is quote, likely heading toward a stalemate. That was an analysis from two months ago. Now, Ukraine has long been betting that there will be a spring counteroffensive that can reverse these trends, and that's what Biden thinks too, okay? But much is going to depend on how well they do in the spring. War is not easy. I, I'm not trying to be pedestrian. War is very, very difficult. But what, what is damaging here other than the fact that this could happen? But what did we learn? We don't even know if everything in these documents is true. That should be said, too. There are about 100 of them that were leaked. Some were marked top secret. It's, an, it's a major intelligence breach. Okay, but the juicier tidbits, as it relates to Ukraine, are very damaging. And if they are real, if it's accurate, and some of it is accurate, we are in a, Ukraine could be facing the gaping maw of defeat. God forbid. I mean, we also realize that, you know, we've been spying on our own allies. We've done that before. We've been spying on Ukraine, spying on South Korea. Okay. Now the Kremlin may have benefited from this, but I don't know yet if there's enough to make all this a game changer. That doesn't make it any less severe or problematic. Um, I guess I don't think the Russia 
Russian government should have ever known the amount of arms and munitions that the Ukraine army units have. And to see how worried we've been that the Ukrainian air defense systems have been thinned out. But, you know, the leak also shows our intelligence capabilities. Okay. And uh, that may be beneficial to the Kremlin, but only to a point. Okay. Um, you know, Ukraine is preparing, as I said, for this spring offensive against the Russians. This is what Kiev wants. Okay. Um, but most of what's contained in the leak is well known. Um, and again, as people have been saying, there is a stalemate going on. Anyone who's even given this a thought, a minor thought, this whole war has been aware that Russian forces have encircled a city in Ukraine called Bakhmut. That's happened since March. They were driven back. There is a direness to the Ukrainian situation because they're burning through their weaponry. It's why we're giving them more. But the air defense thing is a problem. Ukraine, again, may not have the troops on the ground. And if they're not defended by the air, that will give Russia the upper hand. And Russia is aware of this because Ukraine is open to the West, America, everybody give us more, give us more. And Russian military experts know this is going on. That's wasn't in the leak. It doesn't have to be. It's public information. But none of this should be viewed as okay. It's enough for these young people who are radicalized by hateful rhetoric that have become America lasters, not America firsters, who are doing damage. And yeah, we, we, a lot of people didn't need to read a leak. People who need to know that Ukraine is facing some peril and we're going to have to continually resupply munitions. And this could draw on much longer. And, you know, the leak doesn't change the fact that the longer this drags on and on and on and on, the sport for Ukraine here in America may ebb. I mean, there's no end in sight. No end in sight. But it's treason to leak secrets and give comfort to the enemy. And Tershera apparently was radicalized by isolationist, pro-Putin, pro-Russia, far right-wing propaganda, trying to be a big shot to his friends, Mr. Whistleblower, which he's not. It's all MAGA garbage. And it hurts us and embarrasses our allies, South Korea in this case, Israel too. It is a rage that's been going on since MAGA and Trumpism became the scourge that it is in this country. It's this rage against the deep state, right? Which posits that the government is enemy just at home, abroad. It's no less damaging or destructive than the isolationism of World War II. It said we shouldn't go in and fight Hitler. Let Hitler conquer Europe. It's not our problem. And why are we here at this place? Well, because the American appetite for international um, invasions or operations, despite our support for Ukraine, it's curdled because of Iraq and Afghanistan. Understandably so. Trillions of dollars spent to show for what? You know, a somewhat stable Iraq under threat from Iran and Afghanistan, we saw what happened there. The Taliban's back in power, so we spend two decades in these places and have nothing to show for it. Absolutely understandable for Americans to be skeptical of our military engagement or interference anywhere else. 
But the biggest land war in Europe, that is where we are right now since World War II, is not analogous to either of these things. And just because Iraq and Afghanistan were a disaster doesn't mean we go retreat into our, our little ideological holes and say that America is betraying itself by helping other countries and we shouldn't be arming uh, the Ukrainians because we need that money here at home. No, we need to do both. Ukraine is a stopgap against what would otherwise be a Putin imperialist free-for-all. And the U.S. and other Western aid is vital to freeing Ukraine, to making it free, to keeping it free. This is very important. What Tershera did reveals some of our weaknesses and Ukraine's weaknesses, but it doesn't make it right. But it does point to what I'm saying. This country has lost its sense of history. Every generation thinks they're the first to do it. And people who are old enough are going, no, we don't need to do that anymore. Well, we can't close our doors. We can't say America is not the beacon for, for freedom in the world. We can't say we're not going to make the world safer democracy as Woodrow Wilson once proposed. We, we can't say that. The world still exists. We have a China-Taiwan problem, right? We do have a problem in the Middle East. And when we've got, of course, Putin, the world doesn't stop just because Iraq and Afghanistan didn't work. And acting like it does is not just risky, it's actually destructive. The left used to hate the security state. They hated all of our Cold War operations, and they hated the CIA, and they hated all of the things we did abroad in the post-World War II era. They were the ones worried about the quote-unquote deep state the right now rails against. But it's all flipped. It's the Marjorie Taylor Greens who actually praised this guy. Liz Cheney rightly said she should lose her security clearance. They don't want to be in Ukraine anyway. Why? Well, number one, they would prefer Putin to win. That's right. They would. Number two, they're cozying up to Trump, who of course wants Putin to win. That's his buddy. You know, he loves all the dictators. But number three, they actually think that their loving America is to make us retreat. In our retreat is our glory. Think about that. As the world only expands and gets more interconnected, they want us to retreat. But of course, it's corrupt. I mean, they're the Putin caucus. They actively are working against the United States, as Tershera did, which is why they like him. He can now be a hero to the right. Edward Snowden was a hero to leftist types, and uh, Glenn Greenwald, the former Guardian reporter, and all those wackos who think we uh, shouldn't be in the Ukraine war and that spying on the country is okay because America is just the worst country in the world and it should be exposed. Well, all that rubbish leads you to dangerous and destructive places and it is rubbish. It's garbage. It's bullshit. And this leak shows that. But we better focus on what we're going to do to help Ukraine. But in the broader context, what are we going to do to make our government agencies more secure? So that some low-level person in a National Guard in just a random state, in this case Massachusetts, gets hold of information, 100 classified documents or so, in a breathtaking breach of security. What are we going to do? We better change it. We better start now. Because bottom line is we didn't choose this war. Putin did. Tershera only helps him. This war chose us. This leaker chose us. It's up to us to fix this and to forever support a free Ukraine.
Folks, thank you for indulging me and listening as always. Um, We appreciate your support here. Lots of great content coming your way. But until next time, stay dirty, stay moderate, and stay safe.